Hello, and welcome back to Forever Single, Episode 2. My JC, and I'm the facilitator of this beautiful podcast. With me, always the shining star, Miss Marjani. Marjani, how are you feeling? I'm doing good and up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> per usual. So uh, for today's little disaster date that we're about to get into, what would you kind of like label this? Little. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to call this Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, God. <laughs> get out your eggnog and shooters. Let's do this. So uh, before we get started, to get some kind of background information about this, uh, what is this uh, this individual's name? What shall we name this individual? We are going to call her Claudette. It just fits. <laughs> I'm all for it. So when did you and Claudette start talking? I mean, what what app? What was going on? Um, so we matched on Tinder. And, you know, that's how all these stories usually begin. Uh, so we matched on Tinder and we talked for maybe a week or so. And then we agreed to meet up. And, of course, in that week, she decided to start laying it on thick about how amazing I am and how perfect I am. And I'm like, you don't even know me. So that's like the first telltale red flag of today's story. She was just coming in hot, right? Yes. She was like, I can just tell about your character and... You just seem great. You just and, seem great. And you're like, oh, we've sent two, you know, messages to one another. What, what, what was happening? It's like we agree on our favorite you of color, and all of a sudden <laughs> we're uh, ready to go on Love Is Blind. Like, <laughs> it was just bizarre. So I was like, okay, pump the brakes, lady. But she was, you know, texting me novels and asking me a million questions, which I despise because it gives you nothing to talk about on the date. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's hurry up and get on this date. So we decided to go to a brewery. And so we get there, she gets out of the car, and she looks like Allison Pill <laughs> <laughs> from Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. You know, she has like these beady eyes and like kind of a round face and big teeth. And her body resembles, you know, one of the Hey Arnold characters, just <laughs> super tall and skinny. <laughs> so it didn't exactly match. And uh, yeah, I mean, she was she was cute, you know, and her overall aesthetic was like Renaissance fair, fairy chic. <laughs> <laughs> Did she offer you a, a turkey leg and a, a good ho-ho pirate's life for me? No, uh, she was more Tinkerbell style. Oh, like, okay. The kind of girl who would wear like a long skirt with long striped socks or something. No, stop. Or fairy wings in public recreationally. Like that girl in the back of your journalism class during high school. <laughs> the one that writes on herself with pen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she was throwing off those vibes, but it was okay. So we sit down at this brewery and the first thing that she tells me is that she doesn't drink. Now, mind you, because she wants to do anything that I want to do because I'm so perfect, right? I was like, hey, like there's this brewery I want to check out. She's like, absolutely. And I'm like, okay, cool. She's so forward. She's more forward than me. And then gets there and lays this on me. So I'm just looking at her. I'm like, do you want to leave? <laughs> She's like, oh, no, no, no. It's cool. It's fine. I'm like, okay. Like I'm going to sit here and you know drink myself under the table while you're watching me. Like this is super like, awkward. You should have gotten neutral ground like Chuck E. Cheese or something. <laughs> So I was just like, okay, why don't you drink? And she starts going, I'm an aerialist. I like to be in control of my body. I like to be aware of what my body is doing at all times. And yeah, I mean, drinking impairs me. I'm like, 
but you're not in the air at the moment. <laughs> I'm, about to say, I'm about to say, like, well, even if she was, like, I, I, I think about, you know, aerialist. I, I would have to have ten shots of vodka just to even get up there. Right. It'd be crazy so enough. I'm just like, what? And I was like, well, didn't you tell me you were a nurse? And didn't you tell me you were a microbiologist? <laughs> and also, you know, a baseball player? Like, James Bond? Why do you have so many occupations? So I was just like, okay, just let it go. Like she was just like, yeah, I love to be, you know, well versed and improve myself and learn about all these things and challenge myself and push myself to new limits. And in my head, I'm thinking like, damn, like that just tired me out imagining it. So I was like, okay, different strokes for different folks. Maybe she's an overachiever. Let it go. So we're sitting there and we're talking and I was like, hey, what are you looking for? Because that's my first question. I always want to know that. And she's like, oh, just to date, you know, real casual. You know, just if I met someone, you know. We all know what that means, right? She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it sounds so bad, but if you're on online dating, you're at a point. Okay, <laughs> You want to acquire whatever it is that you're on there for. So if you're on there looking for a relationship, that's what you want. Like you're not looking for casual. So why say like you're looking for casual when you know that's not what you want? She's trying to play it off so she doesn't sound as thirsty as she really yeah. is. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I hate when people say that. Just be upfront about what you're looking for. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So we sit there, we chat a little bit. And then because she's not drinking or engaging or doing anything, I'm like, do you want to go do something else? She's like, okay, we can go to a bowling alley. I'm like, okay, sounds good. So it was getting late and we're walking to my car and I decide that I'm going to drive her. Hmm. Um, so there I go risking my life. Yeah. So she gets in the car and we're like driving to the bowling alley and we start talking about stuff that we're mutually interested in. I'm like, yeah, I love to travel. I love Flagstaff. I love all that kind of stuff. And she's like, oh, wow. You know, my parents have a vacation home up North. I was like, cool, cool story, bro. Tell it again. She's like, you know, we could go up there sometime. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, like we can just go up there, like describing the whole day. And I'm like, <laughs> never in any circumstances do you present an extremely detailed future plan within 45 minutes of knowing someone. So I'm like, okay, whatever, keep it pushing. Let's talk about books. So we're talking about books she loves to read. And she's like, you know, we could we could start like a library, like a lesbian library. Uh like we could have literature all about like lesbian erotica and you know all the best lesbian authors and i'm like oh i was like oh you want to do that she's like we could we could just like add to it over time oh and what did she invite melissa etheridge over <laughs> for a little you know at home concert too it's like maybe she'd be more into it <laughs> so i'm just like what are you talking about like add over over time like what is this <laughs> so we keep going and around this time it's november december so it's the holiday season. And she's like, you know, yeah. So do you have plans, whatever? I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like we celebrate here and there. Me and my family is up in the air. She's like, you know, my grandma's a really nice old lady. And, you know, she kind of lives by herself and she's kind of lonely. And I was going to go over there and see her for Thanksgiving. You know what? You should come. Hmm. And I'm like, huh? She's like, you should meet my grandma. She'd love you. <laughs> She invited you over for Thanksgiving to meet the grandmother after two hours of knowing her? Two hours is a stretch. And yes, 
So um, that library she was talking about is also going to be, there's going to be a book uh, made out of, like a fine leather bound book made out of your skin, it's it gonna, seems like. It's going to be one of those books where you like take it out and then it opens up a portal and you like fall through the floor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, girl, like play it off, play it off. You know, I get to a point in a date where I just start to like nod and say, okay, because I'm like, I can't believe I'm hearing this. So we get to the bowling alley because of all the strange occurrences i'm like i need another drink so i'm saying okay let's order a drink and she's all being polite she's like oh yeah like i'll pay for it and everything i'm like okay cool so she gets her drink i get my drink and her card declines oh and she's standing there she's like oh what happened to the parents cabin apparently she is cut off from that uh income flow because she was looking completely amiss and i'm like like does do aerialists like, isn't that a, a pretty intense hobby? <laughs> and also the nursing school and the, you know, whatever else you're doing, like. Microbiology. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Super awkward. Hate this moment. I'm just going to pay for the drinks. So I pay for the drinks. We start bowling and we're stopping between games. And all of a sudden she's like, hey, let's take a picture. <laughs> and, I, and I think that I looked around thinking she wanted me to take a picture of her bowling or standing there with her drink or I don't know what I thought she meant but she's like yeah let's take a selfie together and I'm like oh fuck so she's sitting there she slides over to me like super fast before I can say anything and she just has her phone all in my face she's like yeah cute yeah cute <laughs> and like getting so <laughs> close to me and I'm like what happened and she's looking at the photos cute I'm like okay okay so then we finish up our game and we're walking through the bowling alley. It's a really big bowling alley that has like an arcade and all this other stuff. So we kind of wandered around for a little bit. And the whole time she's holding my hand. And I'm thinking, why is so much occurring? <laughs> <laughs> I know your grandparents' name. I've paid for everything. And <laughs> we've taken photos. I mean, what is next? The marriage license? So finally, I get her out of the bowling alley. And at the end of the day, she's like, I had an amazing time, but can I just ask, like, do not ghost me. If you don't want to see me again, just let me know. I've been ghosted and it's something that, you know, is really terrible. So please don't. And I'm like, I don't ghost. If I don't like you, I'm going to tell you. Like, I'm an adult. It, I promise I won't. So we plan our next date for the following week. And then for the rest of that time, we st we're texting back and forth and stuff. And maybe on day two, she starts to uh, do the slow fade. And so she has on a red receipt. So she's she's uh, showing me with her whole chest how much she's going to start fucking with me. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to leave it alone. And eventually on like the third-ish day, I get so annoyed that I'm like, where are you, Claudette? Why, why are you not replying to my messages? And she's like, I'm at the coffee shop. I'm like, okay. And then leave me on red again. And then later I'm like, hey, what's up? Are you going to call me? Are we going to talk? She's like, I'm at the library. Every time she'd give me an excuse, it was random. It had no other details. Not like there's an emergency or my phone she died. Didn't, she didn't acknowledge that, you know, the techno like the technology there. No. What? Like it was just as simplistic as, why aren't you texting me back? Sleeping. <laughs> why aren't you texting me back? Walking dog. <laughs> spinning, spinning it upside down with pink. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I'm just like, okay, whatever. So a few days pass, and then my friends in town and lines up with the day that we're supposed to go on our date. So I'm like, okay, well, I need to figure out what's going on. She's not getting back to me. So um, I'm about to text her, and she texts me first, and she texts me a 10-page letter, and it's discussing the fact that she's now in a relationship. And I'm thinking, okay, you had to have been with someone, and then you decided, like, you broke up with them, or you're fighting, and you went on another date. And she explains to me that, no, this is not the case, that within the last four days, some random person asked her out, and she felt that she had to say yes, quote-unquote, and now she's in a relationship and, you know, I'm a really nice person. I had a great time with you and I just wanted to let you know, and I'm just so sorry. So I'm just confused. So, you know, I have to sleuth it up. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look up her Facebook. So I get on her Facebook. She already has a new picture of her and this person as her profile photo. But then I see in her story feed, meaning that she posted it at some point, I don't know. It is the photo of me and her from the bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like a live feed of all her dates, essentially. You know, it's like a MySpace top eight. So uh, so-and-so is in the in the profile pick <laughs> slot. And I've been demoted to uh, the first, last one in the news feed. So I'm just like, what the hell? And it says in a relationship and everything. I'm like, that was less than 48 hours. What is so turbulent in her psyche that she's doing this? Like, what is the <laughs> purpose? So I was just like, all right. Okay. So some time passes. And, you know, we get, we all get bored on the gram. So I pulled up Instagram and I find her profile and she is in another state. She has pulled a Britney and has entirely shaved her head. And she has a house with a completely different person. So the person in her photo was a girl and now she's with a guy and they have a dog. And how long is this after like the date? This is maybe... I would say less than six months. It was pretty fast. So I was like, okay, well, she's gone. She's not even living here anymore, whatever. And then one day, maybe I would say six months to eight months after that, um, I redownload uh, Tinder and I'm swiping and we match. I see her come up and I'm like, I cannot wait. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> so she's like, hey. Um, sorry for what I did to you. It was really messed up and karma really got me. And the person that I ended up being with that time was abusive and, you know, I'm back and I, I know that was really terrible and I just wanted to see how you're doing. And I'm like, are you ready, girl? <laughs> it's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> I go, I break down every single thing she did, just like I did for you all just now everything and I said and you even invited me over for Thanksgiving with your grandma who does that <laughs> and I was like you need to stop messing with people on the internet and have a nice life and I just let it sit and then she unmatched me and I was in wow okay I was in the Claudette <laughs> Claudette when I don't even know like down in flames very quickly <laughs> Like, I have not seen anything that sporadic since Charlie Sheen was on Tiger Blood. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So, as always, I have to ask you the reflection question. Like, what do you take away from this whole experience? <laughs> she is the most desperate lesbian in the kingdom. <laughs> 
And she just, she was not playing. She was going to get into her relationship. She didn't care how, who she had to get into it with or what she had to do. She was going to get her relationship. So more power to her, but desperation is definitely what occurred there. Wow. Well, thank you so much for telling us a, another positive, enlightening story. <laughs> Good luck out there, guys. I... <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm inspiring you. Um, thank you all for watching. I hope you enjoyed. And we will be back very soon with another sordid tale in my dating history. Thank you. Bye, hey. guys.